Hello and welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and resident business coach, serving you straight up business advice to help you start, grow and scale the business of your dreams. Hi guys, it's Kay here from Startup Creative and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, um, business coach here at Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and podcaster. It's been a while since I've been doing a solo episode. We've had so many amazing interviews to share, so it's been incredible getting them out and hearing how you guys have been enjoying it. And I've woken up at 4am. <laughs> And I'm watching it while well, I got up at 5am after meditating and there's a huge big full moon looking over me as I record this podcast, which is beautiful. So it feels like the right time to be sharing uh, this episode, which I've been working on for a while now. And it kind of all clicked when I woke up this morning and I was like, how's the time? So unconventional ways to run a business, wait for the right inspiration which is kind of the topic today. I want to talk about momentum and the role that it plays when you're feeling a bit stuck in your business and uninspired. And this is kind of coming off the back of some work that I did on myself after getting COVID and feeling like in a bit of a funk and feeling a bit stuck as to what to do next in my business, how to get inspiration back, how to feel inspired and clear about where I should be focusing my energy. And I'd sat down and I'm I'm going to talk you through the process and um, did a few different things that ended up getting me back on track in a more aligned and inspired way that felt much easier to run my business. And I shared the actual process in our Halfway Reset webinar, which is available on our website. If you'd like to download that, it's a full hour recording and it comes with the step-by-step instructions about how to do the process for yourself. So if you're feeling in that slump or overwhelmed or stuck or just like ready to get clear and maybe work with more ease and joy rather than forcing and pushing, I highly recommend getting that. I've had a few people get in touch since listening to it and sharing how helpful it's been for them. So uh, it's really nice to hear that the process is working and it might be a more in-depth workshop or, you know, process that you'd like to do and be guided through. So you can head to startupcreative.com.au to get that and, uh, yeah, let me know how you go. But let's jump into where this all came from. Okay. I don't know if anyone is following along with the TV show called Alone. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) I was watching it, I think, when I was recovering from COVID. Um, And it's pretty much a reality TV show where all of these people go out into the wilderness. I'm aware that I'm behind the game on this, that people have been watching it because it's up to season nine. Anyway, these people go out into the wilderness. They're survival experts, but just like everyday people. And their job is to stay alive pretty much for as long as possible. And they get one like backpack full of things to help them. 
that it was so interesting and I was laughing with my friends like recently about this is how funny is it? I mean, it's kind of not really that mean that it's a privilege, but to be lying on my couch watching, you know, this Netflix series or whatever it's on, you know, ordering Uber Eats or, you know, having the privilege of, you know, light and heating and running water and, yeah, food delivered to my house within 10 minutes. Um, And watching this show and once you get into it, I don't know, that's how I feel anyway, getting really into it and realising that I was lying on the couch (laughs) like having an outside perspective of these people and once you kind of get a, you know, a bit of an idea of what it takes to survive and you get these, you know, obviously like the commentary throughout that's like, um, you know, how many calories they need to be eating and, you know, that there's going to be all this rainfall and how they have to create a shelter and because I think some people stay out there for like up to three months, which is wild. Um, but you know, all these real survival tactics. Anyway, I found myself sitting on the couch, um, you know, like kind of yelling at the television, being like, you need to get out and hunt, like stop building your shelter and having an outside perspective, right? From a privileged position. Um, and seeing where you could see where people could go wrong or were, you know, so caught up in, you know, attending to one part of their life or, you know, their survival strategy that they were neglecting another side. And I guess the reason I share that is because it's that idea of zooming out and having perspective. And it's the privilege that I also have to do in my job as a business coach. Like, um, and people come to me and they do an intake form and they send me an email and they're like, this is where I'm at. This is where I feel stuck. This is what I've done. This is what I want to do. And my job before I get on any coaching call is I get a pen and paper. I go through their intake form, their website, their Instagram, whatever offerings they might be um, delivering, their pricing, all of those details that they've shared with me and I take an outside perspective and I have clarity and I'm not emotionally attached and I'm not in the mo- in the moment there in that survival. So then we jump on a call and we, we talk through that like, you know, in hindsight perspective and a lot of the time people walk away and go, wow, that was so helpful or thank you so much. And, you know, I had a beautiful client yesterday who finished her her sessions and was like, wow, okay, you're so good at what you do. And for me, it's, you know, I do it all day, every day for myself and my clients. So it feels like, yeah, um, a practice that I do, but for the person who needs it, and can't see it because they're in it, um, then it's gold for them, right? So I, I actually think about the people who were watching themselves back on a loan and can see where they went wrong or they should have tweaked. And then I remembered myself this analogy. I, I think I used it as a bug years ago, <laughs> but then I, I reworked it for a, an updated analogy. But I was thinking about, you know, like those slack lines that are like people tie up in the park and, you know, do backflips and stuff on. And it's like this really like wobbly, you know, um, you've got to have lots of skill to walk across it. It's, you know, thinner than somebody's foot. Uh, it can be really unstable, can take a lot of energy and focus to, to be on there. And, you know, I, I imagined a slack line, you know, trying to be put over a river and you're, 
you're like, okay, cool, I've got to go on the slack line. I've got to get up there and I've got to cross the river using the slack line. And what if, you know, the it was like, a you know, a couple of feet off the ground, maybe a metre off the ground, and if you're spending all of this energy trying to cross the river on a, this slack line and it's really, you know, taking a lot of focus and energy, but then if you allowed yourself to fall off it and notice that the water was only knee height and that you could just walk across it. And for me, I think that's what's zooming out and getting a fresh perspective. Um, when you're in that funk and you're in that you know, stuckness is all about is that, you know, sometimes we we find ourselves forcing and pushing and hustling and, you know, taking the hard road, trying to balance on this slack line because, you know, we've got to get across and we've got to make it work and we don't even see the other ways that we could have crossed the river, you know, whether it's it wasn't that deep or there was a, a you know, a there was a bridge up the upstream or there was a boat waiting that we could cross, you know. So I guess for me it's like zooming out is about what other what aren't we seeing? And when we feel stuck and overwhelmed and, you know, in that funk or it's not working and we look around and we're like, everything's hard. You know, I don't know how to go forward. I I can't find a solution. I'm I'm stuck here. Then we actually um, lose perspective. We get tunnel visioned and we we, we kind of stick to this one way of doing things. And it feels kind of intuitive to stop and to, to, to look outside of you. And that's why I guess coaching can be so popular is because you're, you, you're like, you kind of get to that, well, I don't know any po- anymore. So like, I'm going to outsource this to somebody who can see for me. And then it's often like, oh, yeah, of course, you know. Um, Or, you know, that's the point is like you can get creative, um, other creatives to see solutions that maybe you hadn't have seen. And this for me is a bit of what I was going through post-COVID. So I got sick with COVID, you know, I was quite sick for a few days. I started to get better and was just ready to get out of isolation and I was much better than I was in the thick of it. And so then I kind of rushed back into life and I was like, I am out of isolation. I can, you know, stand up and all of these things. And then I realized that I was kind of, I'd pushed it too hard. And so I forced myself to actually stop and rest. And I had to cancel meetings or move meetings for, you know, up over two weeks and really just sit with myself and go, time to rest. And if you don't fully go into rest and restore, then you're not going to bounce back at all. So I sat in my rest space and I had the week free and I got into probably even more of a funk because my brain didn't feel like it was working. I felt uninspired and I was in this space of, you know, what am I doing? Am I still relevant? And for me, it was like, you know, I, I wanted to, I would that, that first week post COVID, I was like, all right, let's go. I've got to do the things I normally do and, you know, do record podcasts and do your coaching sessions and, and, you know, run your online stuff and do, you know, all these different things. And I was putting all of like, I guess the old pieces back into my business. And it wasn't until sitting 
and allowing it all, you know, kind of falling off the slack line of, of forcing and pushing and hustling and, you know, taking kind of this hard, hard way across that I was actually able to go, oh, it, you know, doesn't need to be like this. And you have been in a really fast paced, you know, work routine of late. And, um, you know, it's almost a forced slow down and a forced, you know, falling off the slack line to be like, well, hang on, there's got to be a better way. And so it was really hard for me. And I know that other people have been there and I've had lots of clients share this of late as well of getting into that space where, yeah, you, you've fallen off, you know, and the, the fall of, you know, motivation and momentum can be really hard um, to handle. And you're just like, oh, what, you know, how did I fall? What happened? Um, but that's actually part of the process. If if it happens for a reason and it allows you to stop and to reassess and to look at what needs to to happen or what's an easier way forward so we don't get into that burnout space or, or you know, giving up or, you know, feeling like, you know, what's the point or, you know, procrastinating, which can be just as painful as, you know, as hustling. Um, and so... What I realized is that when I allowed myself to actually be like, okay, cool, well, you've fallen off this slack line of hustling, you know, you're in the water, it's not that deep, let's just sit here for a hot second and figure out a way forward. And it's, it wasn't easy. It wasn't like, oh, wow, look at this great new perspective. It was sitting in you know, on the bank being like, how the hell am I going to cross the river now, you know? And the first thing that I did was spoke to people. So I had my partner that I was having lots of conversations with. I was having good, good close friends. I literally said, I need to chat to you about my business. I need an outside perspective. Um, I was having, um, you know, mentors and, and colleagues and people that I trust in the business space as well, um, giving me an outside perspective. And I was also looking for evidence. I was looking for things that were working um, and what where energy was going. So, you know, what is what is my inbox telling me? Is are people looking for speaking gigs or, you know, you know, what what is where is the energy and what is kind of when I stop everything, what kind of lights up the most, you know, what gets the most attention or great or gets my attention, I guess, or makes me excited again. And so I spent a week in this space and I was just really, um, yeah, I was in that kind of funk space and getting an outside perspective. And um, to come back to alone, because <laughs> I love an analogy, it was really interesting because and I've shared this before, it's like, you know, when things fall to pieces, it's actually our biggest lessons because when things are going well, sometimes we don't actually stop and go, you know, what's the next best step or, you know, how could I do this smarter? We're just rolling with the good times, right? And um, not to give away any spoilers, but some things that I noticed in that show of survival, right, is that sometimes people who had all the advantages, which is, you know, they were young or they got a really good shelter or they um, they hunted and and got, you know, a big supply of food that would last them. In my mind at first I was like, oh, 
cool, now we know who wins. Like these people have got huge advantages, which is resources and, you know, you know, you could look at it, the analogy of life, which is we think that people with all the money or all the time are the ones that are going to get ahead or win or, or, or you know, break through and have success. Um, but there was times where the people who had all of the resources either got bored and went a bit mentally like, what am I doing here? And missed family and friends. Um, some of them rushed some their process and kind of got a bit greedy and were got sick because they ate too much or they didn't prepare their food properly because they were so excited by all this food that they had. Or they got complacent and they were like, oh, yeah, cool, I've got this abundance of food and, you know, I'll just chill and I won't. I don't need to hunt for however many days. Um, but the food that they had wasn't sustainable enough for keeping the weight on. <laughs> Clearly very invested in this show. And it was really interesting for me to, to watch that and the people who took it really slow and ate in small pieces and found pleasure in the everyday step by step are still there, TBC, because I'm only halfway through the season, comes out every Friday. <laughs> um, but, you know, for me it's like that power of being intentional and slowing down and really, you know, knowing why you're there um, and and what you're doing and that sometimes, you know, having an abundance of resources and time and everything isn't always the, the advantage. So... When I find myself in that kind of, you know, funky space, that's when I was like, okay, I need to zoom out. I need to, to get perspective. I need to be the person on the couch watching the survival show rather than being in survival. And at first I wasn't able to do that for myself. I was like, I don't know. But I kept asking myself the questions. So every day I was journaling, I was calling friends and I was like, you know, what am I good at? What do I love to do? Um, and I became the watcher of my life and, and what I was doing. And I think it's really important to notice that you can't force your way out of this stuff. It's not like you just be like, cool, sweet, like I've done a journaling exercise and I'm back. It really does take, and, you know, I've got clients who I work with ongoing and we have some of these conversations and I've had clients who've gone away and been like, yeah, I'm in a funk and, you know, we've gotten this far but, you know, life's happening or things, you know, I'm not feeling inspired and they can come back in three months and be like, okay, okay, I sat with it and now it's finally clear to me what I want to be doing and I need your help to make it happen. And I'm like, great, I would rather work with you when you're clear and inspired by your vision rather than forcing and pushing it and doing, you know, things because I told you to or that you think you should be doing them. Um, so it's really asking that question and sitting with it and not forcing your way out of it and finding people who can help you ask the questions as well um, or remind you or give you little hints or insights for when you can't see it. And even though I had people being like, yeah, this, that, and I was like, yeah, whatever, like the inspiration wasn't there, I was still stuck and I just it wasn't like sinking in for me. So it didn't come racing back. It wasn't like this, oh, yeah, I've got it now and here I go and I'm, you know, back on track. It was literally about finding this tiny little glimmer of hope and inspiration and something. 
So there was a couple of things that I did in that time was I did the bare minimum of what I had to do. So on the days where I was like, I feel like doing something, when I didn't feel like it, I didn't, I watched alone. Um, But when I did, I did the things on my to-do list that I felt like I could manage. And it was literally like making a spreadsheet for you know, my podcast and, you know, and my radio show and being like, what guests have I had? Uh, Replying to really simple life admin kind of things that I hadn't taken care of because they didn't feel like a high priority, but they felt like easy tasks compared to, you know, recording a podcast or whatever. Um, So I did some little things like that when I could. And I guess like ticking some of those things off my list, I was like, ah, okay, yeah, like my some of my to-do list felt a bit lighter um and but just also remembering that if you're in this space then it's also okay to to be like yeah I don't want to do even that because <laughs> I definitely had that time as well um but another big breakthrough for me and I was saying this to my partner yesterday is I've had this um, this list of things that I've been wanting to achieve in my business and it's some new product offerings or, you know, automating some ones that I've done in the past. Um, what else? I'm looking at it now, you know, working on a second book deal and putting on a client dinner party. Also, if you want to be a part of our VIP dinner party, we're going to do one in Sydney and Melbourne to start with and I'm going to go through I did. I sent out a survey. Check your emails for that. I'll also put it on Instagram. Uh, but we, I'm gonna get everyone together because we've talked about it all the time. Anyway, that's on my to do list. Um, and I have been working on this radio show for this platform in the states. Who asked me to put together a queer radio show, which was really inspiring for me as some new and exciting content. Uh, not that I felt like doing it in this space at all. But I knew that um, I had I had deadlines to get to as well. And so I had this list and almost like I don't know if anyone else has been there but <laughs> sitting down and looking at it every day and you're like, ugh, like it almost makes it worse, right? Because you're like, I haven't done any of this and I don't feel like doing it. Like I want to do them but I like they just feel hard and, and far off and big. Um, and so... Something that I did was um, I looked for evidence in my life of little sparks of inspiration. So there was like an email that came in and somebody asked me to be, you know, give an expert opinion for an article and I celebrated it. I was like, wow, I'm sitting here in a funk and somebody's asked me to do this. And I was, and I, it's almost like I expanded it as big as I could, you know, I was like, I told people and I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty good, you know, and I just like found a way to celebrate it, you know, and really kind of like almost like, yeah, starting a little fire, you know, there's a tiny little spark there and you fan it and you're like, cool, let's give more energy to that. That's a good thing. Let's focus on that. And then eventually I had, um, to get some content done. I was like, I don't, I don't know, um, what I want to be working on, but I've got all these things and I have been sitting at home procrastinating, you know, normally I sit and, you know, got my big podcast set up and all these things that should be mean that I could sit on my couch and record or in my little office nook. And I just wasn't doing it. 
So I booked a studio, a friend of mine, um, Nick Carlin, who's an epic guy and um, check him out if you need help with podcast recordings or things like that. But I booked him, I got in touch and we went to a studio in Sydney and it was a really affordable rate and um, I totally didn't feel like it but I was like just, you know, Nick had kind of said, oh, are we going to do this thing? And I was like, yeah let's just do it just say yes to it and so it was a Monday and I, I've kind of like prided myself on not working on Mondays but it was my only day free and so I was like okay I'm gonna go in you know that's it's not a huge expense just go in for a couple of hours and and try something and um, I forced myself to go into the studio and to meet Nick and I got something out, you know, and I started recording some stuff and, and you know, got some bits and pieces together. I think it was for the radio show. But the um, change of environment for me being in the studio with a professional who was taking care of it and then outsourcing, yeah, having to even upload it anywhere. Like Nick had it all. It was all I had to do was go in there and stand in front of the microphone, which, you know, once I get there, I enjoy. But trust me, I did not want to go to the studio. I wanted to cancel it. I wanted to tell Nick I couldn't come. It was raining, all of these things. Um, But I forced myself to go in and I did what I could and it kicked it's it's it was the more of that fanning the flame and for me when I got home and Nick was like hey here's what we worked on today and this is how it's sounding it was this space of being like ah wow like that's good like you know and somebody else had done a lot of of it as well um and if you're not in that space of outsourcing I also totally get it um it's it's not even about you know giving it to somebody else, making, I mean, for me, it was about making the path of least resistance to do what I could and what I could focus on, which was stand in front of a microphone and give the rest to somebody else. If you, if you're not even there yet, then just pick something on the to-do list that you can do, you know, that's easy for you. And you might not feel like it, but the idea is that you're creating momentum, right? So, and I guess like if we come back to that zooming out and getting perspective, the halfway reset will talk you through the exact process of what I did in terms of being like, yeah, what did it, what do I love to do and and how do I find those things of where I should be trying to get some sparks? And then I picked those things, which is, you know, speaking and I just started giving energy to it. And for me, it was about fanning that, you know, and it, and all I can tell you is that there was this tiny little bit of me that was like, maybe I can do this. Maybe I do love what I do. Maybe I don't need to shut down my business. Maybe I am relevant. And it was enough to just go, oh, there's, there's a tiny bit of hope, like grab hold of it and just like fan it until it keeps expanding. And then what I found was that momentum of, you know, getting off the slack line and stop forcing things, sitting on the bank, seeing the where you want to focus and how you want to do this, and then doing one thing, even if you don't feel like it, and putting that one foot in front of the other, and then getting the positive feedback for yourself. And it's not then this big, huge, like, and then all of a sudden now everything's off my to-do list or my goals list. 
But I can sit here and say that three things that are on that goals list of the seven are well underway. And I feel inspired to do them, to finish them. Actually, there's probably about four or five of them. And I feel like when I got up on Monday morning this week, I was like, right, I can do this. Like, this feels inspiring again. And I think the realisation for me was that it's not necessarily that you have to have the resources or all the time or the overflowing inspiration. It was actually about just getting a tiny spark and fanning that. And I'm still fanning that, you know, but it was not even the fact that I have ticked anything completely off that list because there's still more to do, but that I feel inspired to do it. And I think as freelancers and as creatives, it's really easy to get into a funk. It's so easy to throw us off our vision because we're the only ones holding it. There's no boss saying, here's what we're working towards, right? And it's also, yeah, it can be hard and draining and time consuming and we can get knockbacks or things that didn't work or make mistakes. And it's just so easy to spiral us. And I think that's just being human, you know, as sensitive, emotional beings that care about what we do. And we're striving to create something new, which is scary and not everybody's doing it. And it can be terrifying when we get caught up in the environment around us that is very scare tactics right now with the fear of, you know, cost of living and, you know, all of the different things that are constantly coming at us. And every time I notice that there's a, you know, there's a lot of noise in that, in the space of fear, I do everything in my power to to zoom out and to remove myself from getting caught up in the story so that I can have a perspective for other people. And that's also when my business works the best is that I'm I'm helping to be an outside perspective and and a, a clear voice because I but I have to do that for myself or <clears throat> find ways to to get there first and then I'm able to be this for other people. So it's not all <laughs> cozy, great, amazing stories, but um, I think it's about going, it's so easy to throw us off path and to get us in that funk and, it, you know, sometimes it can happen every month, you know, or every few months. Um, but I think the trick is to not let that get the better of you but to know that it just is going to take some outside perspective and I don't even think that it's necessarily about ticking huge, big boxes and having really big wins. I think it's about do you wake up every – like for me what I've learned is it's not about whether everything's finished off my off my goals list and I've got a new one that's even bigger and scarier. It's about the fact that I wake up every single day and I love what I do and I'm inspired and I'm excited and I get home from the studio and I'm buzzing because I'm on top of the world about the conversation I just had or I worked with a really epic creative team that are going to make it sound so much better than I ever could. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I don't go easy on yourself, I think. And I was chatting to my partner about this the other day who is in filmmaking and you know, has, you know, long goals, you know, your film isn't something you can be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, put a podcast out or a website or something that gets this big, long stuff. And so it, 
you know, as creatives, it's about playing the long game and and finding ways to to just keep that that flame alive of why you started, um, and loving every part of the process, not just the end goal. Being present in the moment, being alive with that you wake up every day and and get to be the creator of your life, that you have the freedom to do that, that you get to choose who you work with, that you, you know, for me, I love the variety of my work, the people that I get to meet and focusing on, yeah, the joys of the everyday in my life and my business um, and not necessarily about achieving for the sake of having ticked a box. Um, Yeah. Okay, I think that's all I have to say. Um, Anyway, check out the Halfway Reset if you need support in that or get in touch for business coaching. I also did share that um, I'm now that I'm feeling inspired and doing all of these things, which is, you know, a vision for me where um, I can do more podcasting and talks and that we have lots more online resources available and um, ways for you guys to do workshops and stuff as well as some guided meditations are coming soon, some book club stuff, the client dinner. Um, Get in touch about the client dinner if you want to do the survey or just come. I actually will put a link on, I'll put it in the Instagram highlights. How about that? I'm going to commit to doing that today. Hey, and also the other um, thing that I was thinking about, and I thought if I say it on the podcast today, it'll make me do it. Um, I've had lots of people asking about how to scale up in their business. So, you know, we when you get in the game and you, um, you, you know, yeah, you get some traction, but you're ready to zoom out, decide where to focus next, where to spend money, how to outsource, how to automate, um, all of those things. So I'm thinking about, I will run a webinar on that. Um, so if you want to also head to, uh, our Instagram and our website, I'll put that up for you guys to register to for, it'll be on zoom. If you can't make it live, I think I called it scaling up or leveling up. Um, So I'll finish that today and get that up for you. And you can come along to that and that'll again help you to identify, yeah, like how to do those things of like when to book the studio and get somebody else to edit your recordings or, um, yeah, how to automate some stuff so that your business runs with ease. Anyway, zoom out, (laughs) Uh, go through a process of deciding where to to put your energy, um, focus what you want to do and um, then find the actions of where you can start to do something even if you don't totally feel like it and fan that flame and celebrate it hard and just give it energy even if it's not like, yay, that was the best thing ever. Just be like find the wins, find the ways to celebrate and um yeah, and keep fanning that flame and then that's the whole point around momentum, which is meant to be the topic, but I got a bit sidetracked. Um, the momentum, I guess, is the thing that I found it was once I had a step forward, it was almost like, okay, the engines ticked over and I just, you know, kept giving it fuel. Um, 
it wasn't like I'm a speed car racer, here we go. It was just there was enough momentum for me to just, you know, keep going and going and, yeah, allow it to snowball and get bigger. So don't feel like you have to fix things overnight and start being turbo work mode after a funk. Um, Just find the little thing, do that, celebrate it hard, celebrate it with other people uh, and keep giving it movement, keep adding to it until that inspiration returns. But I really do believe that, yeah, even when you don't totally feel like it, taking that action will give you a feedback loop. It'll give you inspiration. It'll give you, you know, a reminder of what you do and why you do it and what you're good at. And then that brings self-belief and that self-belief then inspires more action. Okay, guys, good luck. Let me know how you go. There's a client dinner. You can get a coaching session in before the end of August. We'll book before the end of August if you want a one-on-one session before the end of the year. Halfway Reset is on the shop of startupcreative.com.au and I'll go and put up the level up, let's call it that because I feel like it's a Beyonce song, (laughs) Um, level up webinar to know when and how to scale your business. All right, guys, have a great day. Nice to be back here with you. I might do another one after this. And come say hi on Instagram. I'd love to hear what you thought. Also, if you want to leave a review, that always helps. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Have a great day.